Hello and welcome back to another edition of Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, joined of course by Tiger head coach Josh Blankenship as we look back at the week that was and the victory in Norman over the Norman Tigers last Friday. And coach, that was a, a game in which early on uh, it seemed like Marion was like a half step here or there from breaking a couple of big runs, uh, but they were able to, to bottle him up some in that first half. I think he still ran for over 100 yards in, in the first half of that game or close to it. But what was Norman doing defensively to, to try to load up the box and slow down the run game? Just that. They were loading up the box. Uh, you know, they had nine in the box, especially when we were in our 12 personnel. Uh, you know, they were rolling safeties down right at the last minute. There was a lot of their safeties that were – or a lot of tackles being made by their safeties. Um, you could tell that that was what they had worked on all week was trying to bottle him up, and they did a good job of – uh, just barely containing him, uh, at least in the first half. And uh, it was kind of one of those deals. Do we continue to stick with that that stuff that we're trying to do in the run game? Uh, continue to take a couple shots because they're leaving us out in man, out on the edge. Uh, it was a mixture of both in the second half, but finally found a little bit of success and you know, found a way to win the game. And certainly for uh, Sterling Ramsey's perspective as the quarterback, uh, it, you know that's, that's not necessarily something that, that – it's going to be the last time you see. Like, there will be people right. who try to take the running game away. So what what opportunity that, did that provide him for kind of some growth in that game? Uh, you know, it's it was the first time he had really seen major adversity, you know, and I don't mean adversity like a game going back and forth like it did with Santa Fe because mm-hmm. we were still having success on offense. Um, but those moments where it doesn't feel like things are going right, uh, those guys were able to pull together at halftime, poise up, and with his leadership were able to find a way to get it done. We mentioned, uh, you know, Marion didn't necessarily break a big run in that first half, but he was still averaging like four or five yards right. a carry, even against a loaded box. So what does that say about those guys up front that were trying to create some space? You know, it felt a little weird in the game. And then you go back and watch the film and they really played well up front. Our line did a great job of uh, getting to where they needed to be, uh, executing the plays that were being called. And it was just a matter of us being outnumbered and, Marion not quite slipping through that extra guy that sometimes he – or oftentimes he does. Um, but really impressed with – especially, like I said, after watching the film and how our guys up front executed and handled a loaded box like that. What about the other guys on the outside? Obviously, RJ had a couple of big catches, but Ryan Fox got involved. Yep. There's enough weapons out there to, to kind of keep things uh, – I don't want to say loose, but, you know, there's other options, certainly. What did you think about those guys out there? Uh, Ryan Fox and, and Antonio Jones uh, stepped up in, in some pretty critical moments there. We were having trouble getting in a rhythm. Um, you know, they were they were stymieing our run game just enough that where we had to throw the ball and we weren't connecting on those shots to RJ early. Um, even took a shot to Marion one time down the sideline, couldn't connect there. All of a sudden we're in a situation where we've got, uh, you know, uh, Ryan Fox out there a slot and Tony Jones out there on the outside and run a concept uh, where Fox catches a corner route was a huge play got us in rhythm and then a few plays later Tony catches an underneath route uh, and again get some yardage out of that which was huge those guys were critical in helping us find rhythm and then you see uh, Sterling Ramsey take off late for a, a big play on the ground when you know he's clearly a very athletic player he can pull the ball down and run what are you teaching him in terms of when he needs to throw the ball and when he should pull it down and, and take off. Yeah, he's always got the option to take off and run when he doesn't like what he sees in the pass game. But uh, scripting in certain run plays where he's reading a defender on whether he keeps or gives, uh, that's stuff that we've been slowly sprinkling in. Uh, that that particular call at the end of the game was was a what we call a press box call. You know, our, our uh, other assistant coaches, Coach Graham, uh, Coach Julian, uh, Coach Davis, those guys really felt like, uh, you know, despite the scheme we were working, they felt like it was getting washed down enough that he could probably pull it if he'd read it that way. Great call by them. Uh, Sterling read it perfectly and then took off, and that helped us seal the game. 
for a guy uh, you know who has been starting at quarterback for what four games now. You, you talk about making reads in the passing game and in the running game. Right. Do you feel like he's picked up on those pretty well? He's progressed tremendously, and he's always had that ability. It was a matter of settling in to being able to command the offense. Uh, you know, uh, bringing a guy in motion, setting the protection, calling the plays, uh, being the vocal leader. Uh, in addition to just being a playmaker, has been something he's settled into really well. Broken Arrow Tiger offense able to get it done in the win over Norman last Friday. We'll talk about the defensive side of the ball when we return in just a moment. This is Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crew. Meet Andrea, a member at TTCU Federal Credit Union. Hi. Andrea is one busy person. The last thing she needs is her finances holding her back. Since I've joined TTCU, I've been able to save even more money. I'm building my emergency fund, and I watch my credit score like a hawk. Thanks for everything, TTCU. Join Andrea and become a member at TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm Adam Hildebrandt, alongside Josh Blankenship. And, and Coach, this was the first full game without Dietrich Moore in the middle of that defense. Yep. Who have we seen kind of stepping up to the plate and, and trying to fill that role a little bit? Uh, that's kind of been the theme of the year. We've been moving pieces around, trying to find the right fit. Uh, obviously, Dietrich going down was a huge loss and forced us to try to find another fit. Uh, we had two backup quarterbacks in there at one point, um, uh, Austin Newell, Cooper Bates uh, at one point were both playing linebacker. Uh, you know, that was their first week with light bullets, you know, for a full game. Uh, they both done a great job at everything we've asked them to do all year. And then we put a, you know, a bigger load on their shoulders going into this game. And they did a phenomenal job. I'm excited to see how they continue to progress over the next couple of weeks. You know, linebacker is a spot where uh, – there's a lot of noise going around you all the time. Like people are flying in from the side and the front, you got safeties hollering from behind you. What does it take? How, how long does it take for somebody to, to step into one of those roles and, and really start to kind of get a grasp of the situation? You know, it depends on the system. Uh, also depends on, on the maturity of the individual you're asking to do that. Um, I think to their benefit, they both play quarterback and, and to some extent there's some translation there on being able to manage within the chaos uh, you add to the fact that both those guys are fearless. I mean, they're going to throw their body in uh, physically. And, uh, you know, you put all those things together and those guys are going to find success. You know, I think about the the defensive backs, uh, JV on Franklin, yep. certainly RJ Spears, Jennings, uh, Elijah Wright. Uh, you know, those guys have all been really good over the course of this season. As a group, what makes it so hard to throw the ball against those guys? You know, we kind of joke with a couple of our corners, uh, where are your stats? And because they're not showing up a whole lot on the stats. <laughs> yeah, Elisha Wilson has only broken up like three passes, so to speak. Well, that's a good thing. You know, yeah. and there must be a reason why they're not going at that guy. Um, you know, then you add in the safety play of RJ. And again, we call him Memphis, but JV on Franklin and uh, uh, really, really growing into leaders on that side of the ball and, and making it difficult for people to pick and choose what they want to do. And then up front, you, know, you guys continue to get pressure yeah. with, with ne not necessarily while bringing blitzes. How important is it for those guys up front to be able to get pressure with just three or four and, and allow the guys on the back end to cover? That's huge. Um, you know, Mitchell Banning's been been the mainstay for us the whole year. He's been a warrior up front. Uh, getting Julius McVay back, uh, he was sick for a while. Uh, getting him back and getting him back into football shape is, is going to be huge for us moving into the playoffs. Uh, and then those guys coming off the edge, uh, Ferguson, Trey, uh, and the list goes on and on and on of the guys that rotate in. And Coach Heath does a really good job, and Coach Faro do a really good job of rotating those guys in so they can stay fresh. 
They had Norman did had a left tackle that was like Monsters. six, seven, three hundred yeah. plus. He was a big kid for somebody like Trey Federhoff, who is undersized in that situation. How do you counteract that? You do your job. Uh, we we've got a thing on Sunday that we show the guys. We call them team plays, and there's stuff that uh, you know type of clips that don't show up on the highlight reels where a guy's doing his job. And one was, I think it was Ferguson. I think one was Trey, where they're taking on a counter block from that big fella, and they stymie it. I mean, just just meet him head on which turns everything back inside and lets our inside linebackers be able to make the play. Uh, you know, those guys are fearless. And, you know, that was a, the challenge going into that Norman game was how big they were up front and how fast and small and elusive the, that quarterback and running back were where they could just kind of hide back there and be a magician with the football. Um, and I was really proud of our guys for stepping up. Norman threw something a, a little bit uh, goofy at you on special teams. Like they were doing this like – Long onside kick or spin right. ball onside. I don't know what how you guys refer to it as, but how do you feel like the special teams performed in that game and, and seeing some wrinkles from Norman? Uh, we were we were prepared for it. You know, we'd seen that on film. Um, you know, I don't know if that's their uh, strategic approach or if that was really the only answer they had in the kicking game. Um, but our guys responded well and handled it. As Broken Arrow Tiger head football coach Josh Blankenship, we'll be back with more in just a moment. This is Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Ribcrit. Just a reminder, there will come a time when they can no longer share a bedroom. That's why we have a complete array of home loans, so that dream of more space can come true. Right on time. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. Hello and welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. I'm joined now by Sterling Ramsey, the senior quarterback, wide receiver, and I'm sure anything else that they might ask him to play, he's probably willing to do. Uh, but he's kind of come onto the scene as the starting quarterback in the last few weeks and, and has had a couple of big weeks throwing the football the last couple of weeks as well. Sterling, thanks for taking some time. Uh, tell us a little bit about that transition. How, how did that kind of come about, and, and were you uh, was it an easy transition for you to go from wide receiver to quarterback? How, how did that kind of play out? Okay, so uh, basically in the summer, I was playing I was playing quarterback, and me and Griffin were just fighting it out for the spot. And then basically um, they moved me over to receiver, and Griffin stayed at QB. And then so I already knew, like, kind of the quarterback plays, and I kind of knew, like, I mean, just playing receiver, I still knew all the plays and things. So the transition wasn't too bad. I mean, just you're not running, you're throwing it. I mean, that's pretty much it. That's the only thing that really changed. And you're running a little bit too yeah. from time to time. Yeah. You oh, broke man. out a big one the other day. Uh, in in terms of kind of going through the progressions and, and obviously throwing the football and putting it on on a point, uh, is is that something like? Did you play quarterback at all growing up? Like, what, how, what's your experience long term at that quarterback position? Yes, I uh, started off football in kindergarten, played quarterback up to eighth grade. Or even ninth grade, actually, yeah. Played it up till ninth grade, and then came up here, moved the defense. And that was pretty much Obviously, you, as you mentioned, you played receiver, so you, you're familiar with the plays, right. you're familiar with the routes. Uh, how much does that help when you're, you know, trying to still kind of get timing down with guys like R.J. Spears, Jennings, and Ryan right, Fox? Right, right, right. So it helps a lot because I uh, spent a lot of time with them while like I was playing receiver. I spent a lot of time with them and just knowing how they break, where they break to, where they're going to run, how fast they run. Helps a lot. You got Steve playing tight end now. Mm -hmm. Marion Horn wasn't playing a ton of running back. He's carried the ball a bunch over the last few games. You moved to the quarterback spot. Uh, as a as a group, as a whole, it seems like it would take a cohesive unit and guys that like each other to move around that much and, and be successful. What do you think you guys are like as a group off the field? Oh, like we're – I mean, 
almost a family. I mean, me and like how hard it is to believe me and Griffith are like best friends, dude. Like we really do uh, like each other. Um, me, Marion, Robert, we spend a lot of time together, you know, just we're just a family, a brotherhood, you know. Coach Blankenship obviously was a six, uh, successful quarterback in mm-hmm. his own right. How has he helped you out in, in that transition and playing quarterback? Um, he's helped me a lot. I mean, just making it so simple and making it so easy for me to just be able to transition from here to here to here. And, you know, he's he's just helped me a lot, I guess. And where do you feel like this offense is at going into uh, what will soon be postseason play? You got one, one more regular season game and then it's the playoffs. I mean – we're going to have to go out there and just put up points. I mean, just do what we've been doing. Um, just continue to try to get better every day. That's Sterling Ramsey, senior quarterback for the Broken Arrow Tigers. We'll be back with more in just a moment. This is Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Ribcrit. Recently, you've had to put your life on hold, and we're with you in this. At Ascension St. John, we're now open for appointments, and we are fully prepared for your safety and our care. As we open our doors again, Our doctors, nurses, and care teams will continue to wear personal protective equipment. We've taken even more steps to clean and stringently disinfect all areas. We will maintain distancing in our waiting rooms and will continue to limit visitors. And we will still screen all staff to protect their health and yours. Our emergency rooms are here 24-7. Please do not delay care. We're still delivering babies and performing surgeries. And we're open for your appointments from specialists in surgical care to routine care and health screenings. Ask us about virtual visits. Ascension St. John continues to care for you, as we have been for almost a century. Thank you for trusting us. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. A big thanks to Sterling Ramsey for joining us just a moment ago. We're now back with Tiger Football head coach Josh Blankenship. And, Coach, you got you got one more regular season game coming up. You get Enid at home. Uh, let, let's talk about Enid specifically first. What what kind of challenges do the Plainsmen present? Very well-coached team. I know their coach uh, uh, very well. Uh, played with him back when they had the Oil Bowl. Uh, Rashawn went on and played at OSU, and then I believe for the 49ers, and has done a great job in his coaching career. Uh, very fundamental, very sound. Uh, they're not going to beat themselves. Um, they've got a, a guy uh, on the offense, uh, number nine, I believe, that's really kind of their go-to uh, fly sweep receiver. Uh, they've got a really talented young defensive end uh, that he pops on film, but then when you do your recon, talking to other coaches, that's the one they always bring up. Uh, so our challenge is in front of us. You know, Enid's going to – they're not going to the playoffs. This is going to be their last game. Uh, so especially for those seniors – in uh, that coaching staff, I would expect to get everything they've got. And then on, on the flip side for Broken Arrow, you got one more before you do go right. get into the playoffs. What kind of improvements are you looking for? What do you want to see from your team is for this kind of final tune-up, so to speak? I want to be hot going into that playoff week. Um, I don't want to, you know, I'll take the win any way we can get it. But if we could do it, um, you know, in a, in a fashion that really feels like we're peaking, um, that that's the ultimate goal. All right, that's Broken Arrow Tiger football head coach Josh Blankenship. One more go in the regular season against Enid at home Friday night. Uh, Steve Dunn will have the call on that one for you alongside Steve Spavitol. So Steve and Steve will have that broadcast for you. Make sure you tune in on Aerovision. That'll do it for us today. This has been Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Creek.